Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And it is good to be fucking back. Oh. God, it's good to be back. Man. Right. Like I got a renewed zest for life. I do. We'll see how long it lasts. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking Friday. I'll be, I'll be about back where I was. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I feel completely refreshed. I mean, I feel like a brand new human being. Well, yesterday, you, uh, Drew and I have a 15-minute little meeting every morning just to kind of figure out what we're going to work on that day. And Doug came in smoking hot yesterday. Dude. He was just, yo, what up, dude? Like, all caps and, like, super excited. And I was like, oh, Doug is feeling it this Monday. You're like, dude, I'm in a meeting. Can you please just give me 45 minutes? Well, I was, I was talking to Drew, and all of a sudden, I just heard, ba-ding, ba-ding. Yeah. Ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. I'm like. Give me one second, Drew. I'm going to tell Doug I'll be right with him. Yeah. I was ready to go yesterday. I love that. Ready dude. to go. It's like, bring it on. Yeah. Pumped. Excited to be back. A good a good morning. Waking up and you're like, you know what? Everything's just kind of locking in and every, I feel I feel like the day is going to be good. That's well, they, I accomplished a lot in, right. in, in a short amount of time and I felt good. And um, I was like, this, yeah, let's do this. I was like, it was all good, good stuff. And I'm like, let's fucking do this. I'm right. ready. And of course, as I predicted by early afternoon, I was tired. So right. that's kind of how yeah, it goes. Yeah, you had said to me, you're like, by four, I'm going to be done. And I was. Absolutely yeah. was. So that's the downside of what I do. But before we get into all that, uh, let's get through some housekeeping. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so first of all, happy new year, all you fuckers out there. Um, and just in case you didn't know, we are changing up our schedule a little bit with the release of the audio podcast. If you're with us live right now, thank you. Thank you for being here live. Thank you to Wolf. Thank you to Slotty, Jared, Noah, Tint, all of you, those that are lurking. Thank you. Um, we appreciate that. If you're just an audio podcast listener, that's totally cool. By the way, in case you haven't noticed, we have switched those audio releases to Mondays instead of Thursdays because we are aggressively putting out more content on our YouTube channel. If things go as planned, there will be at least something every day. It yes. may not be the case every week, but based on our content release schedule and what we're able to create, we're looking to do that plus some more on top of that. So 
um, in order to sort of adjust our new strategy for things. Audios coming out on on Mondays. The uh, you can obviously check us out live on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Central on our YouTube channel, uh, youtubecom slash slash podcast. Actually, uh, yes. If you just type in youtubecom slash podcast, it'll automatically go there for you. There we fucking go. Get the C out, the out of there. It's just youtubecom slash podcast. There you go. Check us out live Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, if you want to catch everything, be a part of the conversation. Catch pre-roll, cast, catch post-roll, all that sort of stuff. Be a part of it. Our uh, edited episodes will drop on YouTube on Fridays, so you can catch out all of our stuff there. Audio follows on Mondays. So that's our new schedule. In case you were wondering, you're like, what the fuck? Also, we took a week off, so if you're like, where the hell is my content? There you go. We said, hey, we're taking a week. We're enjoying the holidays. We also met. We calibrated. Well, we recapped session for the ages. We recapped 2021. We're looking forward to 2022. Doug brought a PowerPoint. My favorite part of that meeting was I go, guys, is it okay if I start? And Drew goes, please tell me you made a PowerPoint. And I did. So <laughs> there you go. Which I have to say, as much as we giggled about it uh, and, and we're like, oh, classic Doug. We uh, truly felt I was, it was I was like, you know what? Without feeling gross and corporate, this feels really good. Yeah. Like it, it made it feel like an official. I was like, we're doing something adult here. This is good. And it's it's one of those things that's hard to do because this is it's basically a hobby, but I'm like, you know what? This could be more than a hobby, and we kind of have to start treating it like that. And I've kind of drugged my feet on that for a while. So now it's time to uh up our game a little bit. And it all started with Slotty being like, You guys should meet and talk about what you're gonna talk about on your podcasts. <laughs> Oh. It's like, we don't want to do that. We kind of like the, how our show flows. It's like, you should have some structure. And when we did it, we're like, yeah, you're right. We should have. <laughs> right. So. And that was only within two years of uh, him hopping on board. Yeah. So imagine what we're going to have in another year. Right. Jesus. Um, shout out to Anthony Hobbs for uh, being my lurker in the in the chat. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. And I'm sad we didn't get to meet my friend, but our time is coming. We will meet and we will reconnect once again at the pelvis like we used to. Man. Yes. Um, I'm also super excited because a couple folks in our Mind Gap community are pitching in to help us out. Shout out to Noah Reno, who is going to help us edit some of our video content. Shout out to Wolfslore for being our booking, our booking coordinator for the podcast. And thanks to him, he's the reason why we had the home team on our last episode. And he's the reason why we have a great guest next week. And this yep. guy has got ideas, and he's pulling them in. So shout out to both those guys. They are our new co-producers, and they have, you know, they've decided to help us out, and we couldn't be more grateful for the contributions. So thank you. Huge, huge, huge thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Speaking of shout outs, I want to shout out to all the folks that have subscribed on our Patreon. Uh, if you would love to, you know, if you feel if you're feeling in the giving mood, even though it's past Christmas, and that's the only time you ever give is on Christmas, um, and you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. We have one tier. It's $5. Essentially, one, it supports us with what we're trying to do, which is just, you know, A, we're transitioning over from Twitch to YouTube. We're all in the YouTube, you know, bucket right now, so we're giving up Twitch subs, so if you feel like helping compensate for just our hosting costs, we appreciate that. Also, we're going to be giving you, you get an exclusive channel on our Discord, um, you will get exclusive access to content, and also, um, you get a shout out every week, like you're about to get 
right now. So shout out to Wolf Slore. Shout out to Jared Urbis. Shout out to Richie Armour from You Haven't Heard This Music podcast. Shout out to Zenny and shout out to Slotty Barfast. Thank you all for your continued support. We love you. We appreciate you. And um, couldn't, couldn't ask for some better a better community with all y'all. You're the we best. Shout out to Jared uh, Urbis. That was uh, Jared Basile. Right? It was. It was Jared Basil Urbis. I believe is is was what his middle name is. Classy, yeah, very classy. I like that. Yeah, it's very very good stuff. Um, also, if you like, check out our Discord server. Link is down in the description. Also in our show notes. Uh, we'd love to have you come be part of our community. We have a really cool, fun, um, great people. For Jared goes weird when you still use my real name, but everyone else's screen name. Well, I go by the name that you provide on Patreon, sir. Right. Whatever you provide on Patreon is what I'm sharing with the world. And you gave me your full name. So Jared Bazile Urbis. That's it. Yeah, exactly. All so right. that's what it's we work your, with. It's your Christian name. But uh, check out our Discord. It's great. We've got a great community. We set up <clears throat> game nights. Uh, we share uh, wonderful memes. We had a great conversation today about Pokemon and whether or not they are actually uh, forced to fight against their will. The answer is they're not. It was determined in episode one. But then I asked the very practical question is like, who cleans up their shit? And it just kind of went from there. So if you want to get in on this great discussion content, and while also suggesting things for throwdowns and asking practical Doug questions, which we have a shitload of, which I absolutely adore, come join our Discord. We'd love to have you there. We appreciate you. If you're looking to pick up some MindGap merch, head over to redbubble.com. In the search button, search box, type in Mind Gap Podcast. Pick yourself up with something nice. We've got our classic logo plus our spray paint logo, and I will haunt your butt. Uh, all there for your purchase and purview, whatever you need. We appreciate that. And last but not least, like I said, we do stream our content live Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Central, for our podcast. Saturdays, I host a video game stream, 8 p.m. Central, right here, youtube.com slash Mind Gap Podcast. This Saturday, Justin, uh, you excited for this Saturday? I am. You excited? Do you do you know why I'm you should be excited? Excited for this Saturday. Are you checking the the calendar it's to make sure? Nothing on my calendar, but I'm very excited for it. I should probably. I meant to double check to make sure that everyone is on board. I know Jared is, uh, but <laughs> it was kind of a tentative thing. But this Saturday should be a return of the Dungeon Karens as they head back into the dungeon. For Dungeons and Dragons, the fantasy adventure board game. We're on adventure number 11. It's the last adventure in the regular game. You all just tore through adventure 10. Adventure 11, you just got started. You dipped your toes in. We'll have to see what happens. So So this Saturday. This Saturday, 8 p.m. Central. January 8th. 8th. So we did tear through 10 but a, a good deal of that was because we had uh zinni sit in and uh man you want to talk about someone who tore through tore through some orc butts like well look out yeah look out look out so it'll be interesting because they have to fight the evil necrotim which is just the best best name so dead tim <laughs> hey it's me necrotim Get out of my dungeon, Hi. you fucking bastards. You know? I'm Necrotim. <laughs> nice to see you all. Thank you for coming to my dungeon. <laughs> I've made banana bread if you'd like that before we battle. Before we get started, does anybody want any bread? <laughs> I have margarine, not butter. 
So you're going to have to deal with that. It's like a molecule off, but it's very close. It's very similar, consistency-wise. Flavor, eh, it's debatable, but it's cheaper. Eh. <laughs> it's got more of a margarine taste than a buttery taste. <laughs> oh, man, can't wait. Can't wait, yeah. can't wait, can't wait. Uh, Necro Tim sounds like a nickname for your mate, Tim, that may or may not have fucked a dead body. Yep. Don't open that door. Whatever <laughs> happens back there is what happens back there. Listen. We are out here right now. We all have needs, and I was alone, and I worked with what I had. It was a one-time thing. Don't kink shame me. We don't get a lot of visitors to this dungeon, mm -mm. so I have to make do with what I have to make Whoever do comes with. in here dies, so I got to work with what I have. I got to work with what I have. You know, when you die, you automatically get a boner. So He's going to go fuck that body? Exactly. Noah gets it. Oh, do we have that? I don't, I don't know. Do you? I feel like we... Maybe that's one I just have. I don't know. I put my dick in worse. There. Oh, that works. Too. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Ah, so housekeeping done. Uh, Justin, how yeah, was your man. break? How was your break, man? Ooh, it was outside of having COVID. Uh, it was fantastic. COVID got another one, and it was Justin Strandlin. It was me. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. I got so I got I tested positive on the 16th. Uh, and so that put a screeching halt to all holiday plans. We uh, we didn't get to see family and, and all that jazz, which in a lot of ways sucked. But in a bunch of other ways, forced us to to kind of have a new tradition this year or, or create something new got us out of our comfort zone because we are so used to every year, like on this day we do this, and then on Christmas Eve we do this, and then on Christmas Day, I missed our family dearly, and I really do love those traditions. It was kind of interesting just to see what it's like when you step out of the routine and do something completely different than what you've done the last, you know, umpteen years. So yeah. that that was kind of cool, but again, very, very much did miss the the – you do traditions unless you're guilted into them. You do them because you like to keep the traditions alive, which I do. I enjoy the traditions. So I did miss that. Um, but man, it was relaxing as fuck. Like I did nothing but sit on the couch and watch way too many movies, way too much TV. And it was, it was just, it was fantastically, fantastically relaxing. That's awesome. how about yours, dude. Uh, I had almost two weeks off That's and it incredible. was, fucking awesome uh the the best part was i uh, in my job as an instructional designer it's project based and i basically wrapped up all my projects and my boss said hey if you wrap up your stuff early just go ahead and take extra days off and i was like okie dokie and so okay. i did <laughs> so i got extra days off which was awesome and uh spent a lot of quality time with just jill and natalie similar thing um we had some small plans to see other people uh that went to shit immediately um <laughs> another person in my wife's family got covid pretty seriously and i was like cool uh not gonna be hanging out with them and yeah. my neighbor got it um which i was like cool you got it and kind of uh, i think there were three cases at natalie's school two of which shut Jesus. down classes. So I was like, cool. So we're canceling everything. It's just going to yeah. be us. Uh, I really wanted to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. But after everything I talked about, like Jill and I were talking this over, she's like, we can't go to the movies. Like, we just can't. 
Right. It's not worth it. And as much as I practically hated to admit it, it was true. Like, I was like, for what? Just, I will see this movie. Not right, right. now, but I will see it at some point. And well, a part and of me was like, listen, it. there's not going to be anybody there the Tuesday after Christmas in the morning. I know it. But at the same time, it's like, why risk it? Right. Why risk it for that? I won't, right. you know? Well, I, I thought that uh, my rationale was after my, well, at the time, it was still a recommended 10-day quarantine, not the five that we have now. Mm-hmm. Figure that one out. Love the um, memes but, that came out of that, by the way. Oh, it was absolutely. great. Yeah. But uh, I, so after my my quarantine was done and I was I was ready to go back out into society, I, I looked at Beth and I'm like, you know, now's the best time to go because we're boosted, we're, or we're vaxxed, we're boosted, and we just got done with having it. We are like superhuman immune to it now. We should just go while we can and not worry about it, you know, still wear the mask, still try to hit one of the matinees when not a lot of people are there, but now's the time to go. And laziness just took over, mm. and I missed the opportunity. Did Beth end up getting it too? She did. Yeah, I mean, we live in a seven hundred. I figured apartment. it yeah. is a box. So yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> there's no way that if one of us was getting it, we, the other was just kind of resigned to. Well, this has happened. All right, cool. We the got thing this. Is, she had no. She was completely asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. She had no outside of like a little headache. She had no symptoms. So she, yeah. she, she won on that one. I. Uh, it was like a, a nasty flu for me. Is, yeah. is where uh, symptom wise where that hit. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I've same thing. I was so excited to see Spider-Man and then I was like, nah, fuck, we're not, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I was like, I just, I just, I was like with everything that's going on, I'll be fine. Just don't see it. And um, I ended up, I mean, honestly, my days were fucking awesome. I, a little bit of brag here. We're going to do oh. a fitness update. All right, we go. Dugarino. Get this update. Whoa. I uh, I started a ten week intense weightlifting program. It was sixty workouts. It basically, you know, it's six six days a week working out. Yes. Four of them were lifting. Two of them were strength, uh, functional strength training and, and cardio. And I completed all of them. Didn't skip a day. Did did ten weeks in a row. Finished my last day on Christmas day. And I just, I woke up and I did it and I was like, yeah, I just, I was so thrilled that, um, it was, I I was able to do it. I was really worried, but I was also extremely committed where I'm like, I refuse to miss a day on this. I'm going to do this. I want to see what comes out on the other end. And it was great. I feel really good. Um, I was so thrilled to complete it. And then I was like, okay, what's next? It's like, what do I do next? And I was kind of looking, I'm like, it's like I feel like I'm getting stronger, but uh, I could lose some. I could lose some fat here. Um, you plateaued on the weight loss. The weight bit. I'm between the lowest I got while lifting was 231. Okay. And okay. the highest I've been is like 238. Where did you start? I started at 289. Before noon, before anything, where you started? March second, 2021. I was 289 pounds. So and you, the lowest you got was 227. Well, but well, before I got to get a 227 before I started lifting. Sure. Okay. And then I started still, lifting. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. And then I started lifting and I've really sort of maintained my average. I think is like 234, 235 is where sure. I've sort of stayed. And um, uh, I was like, this is good. I feel good. I feel strong. But um, 
I've got some loose skin and things like that. As I immediately grab it, I'm like, it's right there. Right. Um, I want to lose some of that. So there's flop, 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 flop. Um, so I was like, what can I do? I was like, I don't want to lose the strength that I've gained. So how can I keep this going? So on this app center um, that I'm using, there's a program that's designed for fat burning. And there's also still the legit weightlifting. I did the intermediate version of the weightlifting. So I was like, here's what I'll do. Because there's beginner, intermediate, and intermediate and advanced. I was like, I will do the beginner fat burning stuff because it's cardio, and I don't feel like I'm a master of that. I don't feel confident to be like, let's go to intermediate. Cardio has uh, never been your uh, your best friend. We'll it's say. not. You, it's not my jam. Weightlifting has been your jam. Love Cardio's weightlifting. Really been there for you. Cardio yeah. can suck it. Although I've taken a much better approach to it, you know, right. recently. Good. So this this one is you know cardio six days a week, mm-hmm. um, for six weeks. And then I'm also coupling that with the beginner's weightlifting, which okay. is actually three days of lifting and three days of cardio. I don't do the cardio. I, I just do the cardio from the fat burning on those days, if that so makes sense. So you're doing sense. two simultaneous programs. Yes. So you'll do on the two – how many days? Three days a week is the lifting? So lifting is technically – it's a six-day program, three yeah. of which are lifting, three of which are cardio. Right. I don't okay. do the cardio on that program. But I do the lifting, and then so on the up. on the fat burning one, I do the fat burning stuff every single day. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do the cardio and the lifting. Nice. Which is why I was so fucking pumped yesterday because I did them both. Got mm-hmm. up at five in the morning, walked my dog, did the cardio, then lifted, and came back, and I was like, "What's up now?" <laughs> and then three thirty rolled around. I'm like, "I need to sleep." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you, uh, how long is the workouts when you double up like that? Uh, they're each 30 minutes. So roughly uh, the, the weightlifting actually, I think I get through a little bit sooner than it's probably more like 25 ish at the rate that I go for some of that stuff. And then the cardio is it's warm up the actual cardio and then a cool down. It's, it's about 30 to 35 minutes. So now are you doing, I'm assuming they're having you doing the, uh, the, uh, the hip. Yes. Yeah. Which I liked it better than what I did on the weightlifting program. The weightlifting program was like five or six things, and you did five sets of them, which That's was just – it was only it was, it was shorter. It was 25 minutes, but it was also like, ugh. It just right. kind of got really old, whereas this is – it's two rounds of like 10 exercises, yep. which yep. I like better uh, because um, some of them are more difficult, but I'm also like, I'm only going to do this twice. I'm not going right. to do fucking five sets of them, which is just a lot. So, and that's that's the one that I'm I'm not doing the programs, but I'm on the the portion the place in the app that yeah. is because you can you can when you join the app you can either do uh, uh, muscle building I think toning and weight loss like yeah. there's like three main things you can choose one of those then in there is your sub programs that you yes. can join so I'm just doing the general workouts for the weight loss and pretty much every day is either boxing training or uh, uh, hit hurt yeah. Um, and then I think one day a week they throw weight training in. Um, but that's the kind of stuff. It's it's the 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 ones where you have to do like five sets of the same thing because they'll sprinkle those in for me, too. And I'm just like, this sucks. Yeah. Because like, how many more times I got to do the same fucking. Exercise? But yeah. the one where you do like two sets of 10 different exercises, that one, it just keeps you guessing all the time. I love you're it. Up, you're down, you're on your back. You're on your. It's yeah. Because if there's something I hate, I know it's only I only have to do it twice. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah, it's it's like I, I can make like today I was doing um 
What was the ones I hated? Oh, sit-throughs. I fucking hate sit-throughs. But I'm like, I'm only going to do this twice. I don't have to do it five times at right. 30 seconds each. Right. It's just like, ugh, this is gross. Yeah. Hobbs goes, do you need a full gym for the lifting portion? Yes. The program that I do is, it's it's definitely something you need to do with weights. They do have stuff that you can do without weights. Like the cardio program is just functional strength training without weights, and which is nice. I was going to say, with the cardio program, there actually is some, there is some strength training with, mm -hmm. with that too, that they, they allow you to swap out what it's either using body weight or you can use, you know, if you got a, a thing of, you know, bleach or whatever, you can yeah. use that or whatever it is. They're, they're, they're really good at helping you kind of swap out household, household items if you yeah. don't have access to a gym. So yeah. Tony this says, brought to you by CenterFit. I'm telling you, man, if there's anyone I would love to sponsor us, it's like, I will sing your praises, man. I oh, love it. Yeah. I love it. Because more importantly, I love the nutrition, the recipes. They yeah, have changed my world. I have opened up to a whole new world of food that I didn't even know that I liked. Like, I, I tried. I'm just more willing to try stuff. Today, beautiful thing for breakfast, man. Three eggs, a piece of bacon, an ounce and a half with the fat carved off, and eight cherry tomatoes. And five ounces of sourdough bread. And normally I'm leaving out the, the tomatoes, but today I was like, fuck it. I'm throwing the tomatoes in there. Had them. Wasn't too bad. There wasn't you go. too bad. A there vegetable stew I made the other night. <clears throat> I made. I never would have thought. I made fried rice today with, with carrots and green beans and, and shrimp and, and brown rice. No, uh, no onions. No onions. Fuck you. No, I don't. You don't do onions. Just, just, just say, just I will say. say this. I have added yes. onions to my red sauce that I make for things, and I blend it all together. Oh boy. So Doug, you're 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 dancing on a razor's edge right I now. I know. I was like, uh, uh, and I'm not going down there. But it's just completely changed the way I love it. I absolutely love the food that I get to that I that I make and that I I get so excited to try stuff That's out awesome. all the time. It's so cool. You destroyed it with the shrimp. Oh wolf! Come on. Hobbs, you've cosmically gained all of the weight I've lost. Well, you also had a kid, so that changes things. So life's more difficult that way. So I love me some shrimp. But anyway, humble brag. So excited. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, I just did the math. I'm 10 months. I've been doing this journey. Coming March 2nd will be here before I know it. I'll be a year of focused weight loss and exercise and. I'm excited. Like I'm so excited. In a year, you've lost 50, 60 around 60 pounds between 55 and 60. A year. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm, changed your lifestyle, which is the key. 100%. Uh you know, it, what I love too is with my watch and with my phone, you can track your stats. And I'm just it's so funny because I was just checking my steps from like January and February of last year. To then March yeah. and the rest of the year, just my phone goes, uh, you've basically doubled the amount of steps on average that you've done than you did the yeah. year before. I'm like, of course, because I'm making an effort to move. Right. On average, I walk seven miles a day, That's which fantastic. is amazing. Plus everything else that I do. And it's great. You're amazing, Doug. Thank you. You it's are not, amazing. It's not what I was looking for, but I just wanted to say, because, you know, it's funny because I, I, I listen to people like Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, who just, you know, Burt in particular struggles with this and hearing his yeah. stories and hearing Tom's stories of success it motivated me it took a while but I kept hearing it I was like you know I'm kind of that guy like I'm kind of 
I, I'm very much these people and I'm like, and, and they're talking about what they're doing to get better. And I was like, I'm not here to brag, but I'm just saying like, if you're struggling with this stuff, for me, it's always been my unhealthy relationship with food. I never understood how to eat and Noom still helped me with that. Got me in yeah. a good place psychologically with it. And I've taken those and I've moved over to center. It's like, great. Now that I know how to eat, how do I eat in a way that's going to help me like put on some muscle, some right. lean muscle. And then how do I need to exercise just to feel better in the psychological part of it? Like Noom is expensive and it's not something I was ever going to do long term, but it's, it laid the foundation for me to have a better lifestyle. And the way that's that I view food on the right track. Exactly. Cause now I'm always like, I'm hungry. I'm like, am I really hungry or am I just bored? Yeah. You know, is, is my brain hungry or is my stomach hungry? Two very different things. Yeah. And I just start by drinking a shitload of water and waiting 10 minutes. And if I'm still hungry, I'm like, cool, I need to eat something. And then I make a good choice like an apple. Yeah. I'll go, or I have these great snacks that center has fucking stuff for which i can't wait to go down i'm like oh i'm gonna have one of these snacks and i just go and i demolish it and i was like and i feel good i feel full i feel satisfied but it's just maintaining that throughout the day it's just been a whole right. new approach where i'm like listen i would love to be low 200s for my weight but i'm also like i can kind of see my abs like the other day i was yes. like i was like holy shit i kind of see my abs like it's buried under my my sweater that i wear under the shirt but they're kind of there i'm like hey right. I can kind of see these. I have these too. I'm like, holy shit. Okay. I'm like, and how do I feel? I feel great. I feel yeah. really, really good. I've never, I haven't felt this great in years. So Dude, that's the best part. It's just the feeling you get, the energy boost you get and all the, God, we sound like we're a fucking, uh, you know, lifestyle podcast at this point. But I mean, it is, it's true. Like you get, you get that boost of endorphins and that energy. And you just, not only do you feel better about yourself, which helps increase your mood, you, you're, you just have more energy because you're not lugging around what we talked about. Imagine you dropped 60 pounds. Imagine carrying around six 10 pound bowling balls in bags over your shoulders. That's what you like. No shit. You're going to feel better. Like, come on. That's, that's huge. It's funny because when I went to zoo, a couple months ago with Natalie, I put her on my shoulders. And as I was walking, I did the math. I'm like, even with Natalie on my shoulders, I still weighed more than this. Like when I started, and I was yeah. like, wow, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> and the way I bring this up too, is if you all listen to this podcast at all, a couple years ago, you heard about the monstrous stuff that I ate. Oh, I mean the shit that I, lie. I miss some of those days. I miss them too. I, I miss seeing Doug, uh, go Doug. I will always that, that that Doug is always there just waiting, biding his time, waiting for a weak moment. This is like I never understood the idea of a, what an alcoholic was. I yeah. understand it now under the under my reference of food. The there are food. times where I'm like, all I want to do is just devour the bad stuff. I yeah. there is literally a voice in my head that just says do it. And I sometimes I can't control it and I go and I just get fistfuls of M&Ms, shove them down my gullet and just go. And, and when I'm done, I always feel guilty. I'm like, that's a problem. Like that's yep. an unhealthy relationship that I have with it. But then I go and make 18 brownies, delicious, unhealthy brownies. And tonight I had half a one and then I had an apple after dinner. I was like, here's your little treat. Enjoy yourself. Now enjoy an apple to make sure you get full. And that right. was what you know, that's the approach I take to it now where I'm like, be full, make better choices so that, you know, because the other trick, too, is if you're 
if you're trying to build muscle, you got to feed your muscles. Cause I was like, I'm my calorie intake has to be equal or less than what I'm burning, but that doesn't help if you're trying to build muscle. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Cause your muscles are like, I'm dying. Well, thank you. Thank you for being proud of me again. I'm just letting you know that if this is something you struggle with, I get it. I fucking get it. I was not raised eating well at in the, in the least I ate out all the time. My parents don't know how to cook. I get excited to go visit my parents. I literally said this tonight. I go, when we finally get to go visit my parents again, what am I going to cook for them? Because I'm going to blow their fucking minds. Because right. I'm going to make them something good. I'm going to make them. I'm going to make them some treats. But I'm also going to make you a really good, healthy meal. I'm going to blow right. your fucking minds because it's not that difficult right. to make well, something that's good. <laughs> and and I think that's the thing now too. There's the, the the other component of it. Like you know, there's the there's the health component and the weight loss component. But now that you're getting more into cooking, <clears throat> because again, before you would just throw whatever slop together and be like, yeah, that's a meal. Nom nom nom. You know. But now that you're getting into that, something that I've heard uh, our buddy Bob talk about often is his he talks about, you know, you've heard people talk about their love language. Like some people's yeah. love language is touch. Some is whatever he, he's he the other day we were talking about something is like my love language is is food yes. is is cooking specifically. So he's like, I I derive so much pleasure out of being able to have someone over and make something for them that they sit down and go. Oh my God, this is so good. He's like, to me, that is, I'm like, my soul is full at that point. And 100%. so I think you're, you're starting to kind of feel that now that you're actually getting into like, what are some of these fucking nutso dishes that used to look, I could never cook that. They used to look super intimidating, you know, yeah. we were talking to the pre-roll about how, or is pre-roll or even before we started rolling about how I wouldn't get a, uh, 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 um, a skill, um, oh, a cast iron, cast iron skillet because it intimidates me. But then once you do it, you're like, oh, it's not that hard. Yeah. You know, and so now you're seeing that with the cooking and it, it's a whole different level of connection you can have with people. I We were actually going to meet in person to do our end of the year meeting. But because of yeah. COVID, I was pumped because I literally bought pork butt. I was going to smoke it. Yeah. And I was going to bring it into the city to see you. And I was going to make these very fun dinner rolls as well. I was like, I'm going to bring food to this meeting. We're going to enjoy ourselves. And I was so right. pumped. I'm not sad because I have an extra pork butt that I can use to smoke at some point in time. But I was like, that was the first thing I thought of. Oh, we're getting together. I'm going to make some food and yep. we're going to do that. So, yeah. But all that being said, it's been a great break. I'm super refreshed. I'm super excited. I'm so just like ready to just, you know, get after it. You know, I don't know what that means. I feel gross kind of saying that, actually. Just be like, yeah, I don't think so. I think you own just just own it, you know, say it and own it. Yeah, I it was the funny thing, too, is Joe and I were talking. I was like, if if these two weeks were a taste of what retirement is, I'm not scared of retirement. I'm like, I can do that. Because <laughs> for the longest time, I was like, man, what if you had nothing to do? I'm like, oh, you mean how every day I got up and I worked out and then mm. Um, I would do some, a couple chores around the house, make lunch for uh, for everyone, and then maybe take a nap. And then, I don't know, we got a fucking Nintendo Switch and we played Animal Crossing for a large portion of the day. And then we'd yeah. watch movies as a family, have dinner, and then just chill. Yeah, I could fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. Fucking great. I feel great. I feel so refreshed. So I also, I'm coming back to a, a, a light workload at work as well, which is also 
kind of nice. That so. helps immensely. I'm easing yeah. back in. So back And you're just buried under yeah. it. That, that helps immensely. I'm easing back in. But yeah. speaking of, of movies, um, I didn't get to go see Spider-Man. Yes. But one of the movies I did see that I was very excited to see was Matrix Resur- Resurrections. And... And I think I can sum up your your review of the movie in in one click of a mouse here. By, by all means. Here's what I'll say. I'm proud of myself for this because as soon as I was done watching it, I hopped into Discord and I was talking with some of the folks on there. And I said, you know, Doug from a couple weeks ago would take a big old drop of st- <laughs> stinking turd all over this. But I was able to take a note, a page out of the Noah Reno book and be like, just enjoy this. Or maybe it's more of the Jerbus, which is, I'm enjoying this. Like, I'm just going to sit back. Listen, did I like it? Not really. But I'm also not going to sit there and tear it to shreds. Um, I was able to sit back. I was actually able to just to sit and enjoy it. And when it was done, I was like, "Hmm, okay. And I moved on with my life. I didn't have a visceral reaction where I was like, I can't believe. Probably because I also had a lot of spare time on my hands. I was like, "Eh, whatever. Um, I don't think it was a great movie. Um, I would love to maybe do a little bit more research on it. I I feel like that way sometimes. One of my initial reaction, I'm like, but what does everyone else think? Am I thinking about the wrong way? Right. (laughs) And I don't like how I I feel that way. I do have the same thing where immediately I'll go in and go, okay, let me read reviews so I know what to feel about it. Yeah. And I, that's, that's such a bad, unhealthy place to be. Because I think some of it is people are like, oh, you didn't get it. I'm like, I I mean, I thought I did. No, I got it. I got it. Um, I think on uh, on Letterboxd, I gave it three stars. Three out of five stars mm-hmm. was my thing. Um, I thought, <clears throat> was it was it a, a good movie or like one that I'm like, yeah. No, it wasn't. In order of how the movies like stack up for me, I would have to watch two and three again. It's been a while. But I think, I think at this point, I would do one, four, three, two. I think. Wow. What would you do? I mean, I would just, it's already in order. One, two, three, four. That, it, oh, that's, that's the order for you. Yeah. I think number two, I can't get over the, the hundred Smith fight scene. That was so phoned yeah. in. I just can't get over that. Like that one puts it near the bottom of the pile for me. Mm-hmm. Or I guess at the bottom of the pile. What I, what I thought, <clears throat> What I thought was because uh, my biggest question was, what are they going to spoiler? We're going to start talking about plot points. So, uh, yeah, spoiler. Um, of course, everyone's biggest question was, uh, how are they going to bring him back? Right. Like we we ended this. What's going on? Um, I did think it was yeah, someone in the chat said it was very self-aware or self-referential. A hundred percent. And you know what? Was it Lana? It wasn't. I think that was the sister that did it. Lana. Mm-hmm. She took a big swing, took a real big swing. And I commend her for taking that swing. I think it was, it was an interesting way of approaching how to get back into this story. So was there other ways? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I think it was a very timely relevant way. I think it tied into what the current, uh, you know, uh, zeitgeist of video games and vr and all that like i think it tied into that really well and to make it very self-referential it was a it was a big swing and i commend her on it 
I think, um, yeah, there was too many, way too many cuts to be like, hey, you remember this in the in the older movies? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? It's like, Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. I was, know. Why are you yeah. assuming we've never seen this fucking movie? It's, it's like, <laughs> has it been a while? Do you remember when this person said this? I'm like, that's an iconic line from the right. fucking movie. We don't need that right. cut back to Agent Smith saying that. It's like, God, yes, we get it. Jesus Christ. Like, It was very nostalgia heavy, very referential. If they had started out a little bit in the beginning, they could be like, hey, remember from the previous? Right. But they're like, do you remember? Like, I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um... Also, this movie comes out tomorrow for us. Oh, shit. Sorry, Jared. Well, he could have stopped listening. Oh, man. Um, I, uh, but I mean, to, to keep it a little, you know, we won't go too deep in it then, but um, yeah. out of respect for that sort of stuff. Uh, but I think just in general, um, I didn't under, I don't know. It just, I didn't feel like I needed to know a whole lot, or maybe, I don't know, I just processed the original ones easier, but this one just felt confusing as hell. I had subtitles on right out of the gate, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand yeah. this. I, it doesn't make sense, and there was just a lot of exposition. I will say this much. I did kind of appreciate that there was a meta factor in there of yeah. how they were almost referencing rebooting the Matrix like in a way that it's just very much like, what does it mean for rebooting franchises? You know, absolutely, yeah. Which I, I, I do again. That's what I was like. That was a that was a big swing, and I, I don't know. I think it was a very unique way of going about it. Again, was it a good movie? No, I mean the the first one was so fucking revolutionary. Yeah. It just it hit in a in such a different level, and they at the time the Wachowskis. God, they they were inventing different you know methods of of filmmaking and and they were pushing the boundaries and it was really really fucking cool and I'll I'll stack them I know the, the original Matrix does have people who detract you know it's got its detractors I'll go to bat for that movie that movie was was incredible at the time and to this day I still really really enjoy that movie I think it's great it holds up too I mean yeah it's you know there's some elements where you're like oh okay sure the effects have kind of waned a little bit but it's solid yeah. it's a solid film it's interesting. But if you can put yourself in that time period, mm-hmm. like, sure, the effects now, you're like, oh, okay. But if you can put yourself in that time period, those effects were mind-melting effects at the time. Well, I also found myself, like, I thought I knew what the movie was, but I had no idea what the movie was. And that sure. was a nice revelation uh, upon watching it. Like, just just Because I remember watching the trailers and, and being like, whoa, this is just fucking cool, but what is happening? How is this woman running up the walls? How is this guy <laughs> dodging bullets? Like... And just the whole thing is, what is the Matrix? I'm like, yeah, what is the Matrix? What is the ma- yeah, yeah. And then we get the turn that's like, oh, by the way, uh, this is a construct and the real world things have been nuked and this is humanity trying to scrape a living. Uh, it, was, it was amazing. It was perfect. It was kind of like for me, like watching Fight Club, you know, right. and seeing the, 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 the turn in that was like, oh, okay. It was yeah. very, it was, it was fun. It was a great film. And I think... You know, again, I, I I I was always upset when they announced the sequel, but I never knew it was supposed to be a trilogy. And then from there, it just kind of got bogged down with a lot yeah. of other stuff and you know additional things. And, and this movie falls prey to the same thing. It, it gets bogged down. It gets way yeah. bogged down. And and what was fun and sort of enjoyable about it, it, it does have some Star Wars stuff where it just can't seem to let things go. Right. Like some things just have to keep coming back and and whatever. And I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. Like there's I, no, there's no way that you could have made this movie without referencing stuff from the first few, like without going back to some iconic lines. Without going, there was no way you could have done that 
you had to put, you had to sprinkle it in, but I think it was, it was done. This, this one was done with a very heavy hand. Mm-hmm. If, if they, if she sprinkled it, that would have worked. And and I don't think you could have gotten away from not sprinkling it, but this one was just poured on. You know? Yeah, like, it was very thick. Yeah, it was, it was fine. Uh, I also appreciate that it was on streaming because I would not have gone to the theater to see it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I read an article tonight that was just talking about how, um, you know, streaming essentially, you know, that's not the way to go. Apparently it's, it's not the, the, the business model to go for these movie releases. And I just, as, as me personally, an individual, I say, fuck you, give me everything in streaming. I will listen. I think I'm getting a better bargain than the movie studios right now because I don't have to pay extra to see these the day they come out. So I will absolutely concede that. Like, that is not fair. I, I think that you can pay for a subscription and then pay a premium on top of that to see the movie the same time as the movie is released. I'm okay with that. I think 30 bucks may is a little bit high that Disney's charging for some of this stuff. I'd say I'd be cool with 20. 30 is a bit much, but at the same time, you know what? If that's how I end up seeing Spider-Man, fuck it. I'll see it. I'll pay 30 bucks and, and watch well, it. We've talked about this again. If you, Natalie, and Jill went out to the movies, you'd un- undoubtedly be paying over $30 yeah. to go out and have that experience. It's true. So, yeah, I guess like, it's different, right? Because it, it, yeah. I don't rent movies much digitally, so it feels weird to do that. But it's the same thing. You're absolutely right. If you were going to go out and buy three tickets, even if you went to the uh, the matinee, and you're probably going to get some popcorn or some sort of a soda or something like that, you are well above $30. That's true. Yeah. So but, I I I, it, yeah. It, it, I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that I could lay in my bed and watch that movie. And when it was done, oh, I was man. like, all right, cool. Right. Just like all the other movies I watched on HBO this year. Like, it's right. it was great. I got to watch these films and be like, cool. I'm not going to – it's not worth it for me to go to the theater. But it was totally great to watch it on on when it came out. It was awesome. I'm curious. I'm curious about the the article that you read because I want to just what was what were they saying? If you can sum it up, what were they saying about why this is not the oh are they it's not the right business model for the studios? Like they're gonna they're gonna lose money on streaming. There's no way that's because Warner Brothers is like we're just putting these out there. I mean, whatever back end deals they had, whatever how lawsuits or whatever they had to settle, it's it's not what because whatever exists now is you know some people get back-end deals based on box office like we saw with scarlett johansson and everything like that whatever happens you know on on those sorts of things like it's it's more profitable for them to go straight theater release than to do streaming right now 100 percent. so that's what they're going to do and you know it's 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 not something that i think i don't know as a consumer like i said some people i honestly i haven't missed going to the movies as much as i thought i would and um I just I, I enjoy being able to just hang out, especially if it's a movie like Encanto came out on Disney Plus the other day. I, I booted up. I thought we were going to have to pay for it because it was a relatively new release. I'm like, oh, this is Disney doing it. I just hit play. I'm like, oh, we can just watch this. OK, yeah. like if it's a movie I'm that I'm happy to wait for, I don't give a shit. You know, Definitely, I watched that movie six times in the last two weeks. I have seen the first 20 minutes yeah. and the last 10 minutes because in the middle of that, I was cooking dinner. So I got to see it, and then it was Christmas. It was when it was you know, I was making yeah. Christmas dinner. So as we fired it up, I'm like, "Oh, this is cool." And then I stepped away, and then I'm like, "What's happening? Who's Bruno?" Okay, <laughs> and then coming back, I'm Valencio like, "Valencio Bruno? Is this like, a tie into Luca?" I was like, "What's okay? All right. What about the wish? What's happening?" So, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just hey. so I missed a large portion of it. So I wanted to ask you. I forgot. Uh, 
was it the last? I think this was like two or three podcasts ago. I had this, and I keep forgetting to bring it up, but I wanted to ask you. So you are a Disney fan, yes? Like safe to say, through and through, you are a like you are an unapologetic Disney fan, yes? Like you like the movies. Would you say '90s movies, uh, more recent? Like where where does your Disney uh, your preferred Disney loyalty lie. I'm going to pull back that statement. When it comes to Disney entertainment, like Disney movies, I'm not as hardcore into that as I am like... I don't think I knew that. Uh, like, I am, I guess, a little bit more now because of Natalie. Okay. But at some point, I was like, uh, you know, I was right around like probably when Mulan came out. I'm like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go watch this. I'm an okay. adult, you know. Like, I'm a man. I'm not going to see this. I'm not going to sit here and watch this. Make a man out of me. I'll make a man out of you. Fuck you, Milan. Like, <laughs> so were you uh, like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast? Like, were Lion you young? King, like, Beauty that- and the Beast, Aladdin. I'm trying to think of like, I don't know which one came out. Like, I'd say right around the time Toy Story came out was about the time I stopped really okay. watching some of stuff. I did see Finding Nemo. Nemo. I did see Finding Nemo, I think, in the theaters. Um, but those are more Pixar. Big. Yes, like, I feel like there's a, a, a storytelling wise. I feel like there is a little yeah. bit of a difference because a lot of that stuff. I'm like, I have it, it was like so much of my life before Natalie. I'm like, why would I do this? Like, I have right. no reason to. I I would feel weird going to see Tangled as an adult male. Sure, you know when it came out yeah. opening night. It's like there's no reason for me to be here. Um, so um, I, I guess in that in that regard, I appreciate more of the modern storytelling. Okay. than some of the older ones. Um, but would you say, like, uh, are you a fan of, like, Aladdin? Yes. And, and like... Lion King. King Lion King. the Beast. Yeah. Okay. It's so like the early 90s. Yeah. Like those... Sure. Those, that pocket. And then before before it got beaten into your head, you were a fan of Moana, right? I was. Before, I still I appreciate it. Just don't want to watch yeah. it anymore. I've seen it right. too many yeah. times. Yeah. So, okay. So you like these movies. I'm driving at a point here. You Sorry, like I'm, I'm bogging this down. No, no, not at all. I'm actually I like this because it's it's driving home the point even more uh, or it, it's solidifying the base of the question, not driving home a point. Um, you like these movies, um, but you hate musicals. How? These movies are musicals. They are. But OK, Justin, <laughs> offer me a slew of movies to watch and include this as one of those movies to watch. Which one do you think I'll pick? But you said emphatically you don't like musicals. I don't. You're, yeah. Yeah. But you like these movies. I will tolerate these movies, yes. Ah, like, that, that, that's not what we said. You just said you like these movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't. What, you, what do you want me to say? Are you trying to trap me here? Know, no, I'm not trying to trap you. I'm just trying to say you like musicals. I want no. You to admit it. Okay. This is what is a sport because I, I know this is – like I was No, like, no, no. This is good. This is good. Okay. Um. I guess I want to know what different. I guess I grew up you like these movies and not like um, West Side Story or uh, whatever. Tick-tick I do. I do want to reach because in that context, I do want to put this back is will I go and throw this movie on by myself and enjoy them for what they are? Probably right. not. The only one I did that for was Moana because I really did enjoy the yeah. music and I enjoyed the story very much for that. Oh, well, you can't not like that. Ah, it's so good. But am I, I mean, I, when I was a kid, my mom was like, we're going to go see Beauty and the Beast. It's like, cool. We're going to see Aladdin. All right. We're going to go see Lion, Lion King. Cool. Yeah. And then they all sort of dropped off because I'm like, I don't, 
I don't really want to see because, like I said, like as an adult, I'm not going to go see these movies. They're not what right. I'm interested in. And now that I have a child, I I will watch them. Right? Like absolutely. Um, but I'm not super into them. I'm not going to. Like I said, you give me access to the TV for hour and a half, I'm not going to be like, whom, which Disney movie am I going to watch? Natalie will be like, let's watch Beauty and the Beast. I'm like, ah, I haven't watched that in a few years. Let's fucking throw it yeah. on. Let's see if this is as good as I remember it being, you know? Now, if you had the choice, if they said, okay, you can, you, you're going to watch something, you have these two options. Beauty and the Beast or Rampage. Which one's it going to be? Oh, boy. Known the devil you know versus the one you don't. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who am I watching by myself? Yep. It's just you sitting down. You've got your favorite. I probably have to treat. choose Rampage. I probably have to oh, choose really? Rampage because I'm Egg just like. He's so thrilled. I, I mean, because the reason I haven't seen it yet, I'm like, it'll be a new adventure, I suppose. <laughs> you know, there's always the off chance that you're like, it was better than I thought it was. Yeah. Was right. Better. Yeah. I was like, maybe, I don't know. It'll be Mulan or Rudy. <laughs> oh, yes. Rudy. I'll oh. pick Rudy. No arena. Thank I'll pick you. Rudy over Mulan. Mulan is not that way. enjoyable of a film, to be honest with you. I did. I watched that movie. I'm just like, oh. oof. How about Rudy or Rampage? Again, devil, you know, I'll probably go with Rudy. You know, yeah. I'll probably go with Rudy <laughs> on that one. I'm really liking the. Uh, this is kind of the the measure of what we. I think we. This need is to like going to an eye doctor, and they're like, number one, number two. <laughs> Number one, number two. You're like, fuck, I don't know. This one. I guess this is this better. One. You know? Do you ever, when you're completely off topic, when you go, do you ever feel like they're going, they're trying to trick you? No, I just feel dumb. When I, when I, when I went to the eye doctor growing up, yeah, I used to go because they would actually have the, the letters up on the board before and I would go and I would memorize them. Stop. Because I, it was the dumbest thing you could ever do. Because Absolutely. you're getting the wrong prescription. But I was like, I don't want them to think that I have bad eyesight. So I would memorize them. And then they'd be like, all right, try this line. But then what was tricky is when they pulled it lower and went to the numbers, the letters that I didn't recognize. Yeah. Or I didn't memorize. I was like, shit. Shit. Now I'm in trouble. <laughs> and nowadays you go there and if it's on, it's blurry or they don't even turn it on. So yeah, I just always feel uh, when they asked one or two and I, I'll say like, one that great three or four i'm like oh man i know i'm gonna say the opposite of what i just i'm always concerned that they're gonna call me out i'm like well you said the opposite like and they have no reason it's not like they get they're there to get you but in my mind i'm like i'm gonna say the wrong thing and they're gonna call me out that's the thing you're just like really i'm like i mean i don't know it's just you know do you like blondes or brunettes um that's what it feels like you're asking it's like cool all right how about redheads yeah redheads but you said blondes i'm like i mean i don't know it kind of looks the same it kind of ish and strawberry blonde. I don't yeah, know. I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's just it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was just I was curious after we had initially had the discussion about musicals. Yeah. I think it was about a week later. I was like brushing my teeth and I'm like, wait, Doug likes Disney movies. Those are musicals. And I was like, I gotta bring this up and ask him to differentiate what what makes what makes Disney movies okay. Mm-hmm. It, like, musical musicals not okay. I think one answer is that I grew up with those movies. Okay. So that's just stuff. Again, my mom was like, we're going to go see it. And they were also associated with stuff at Disney World that I did enjoy. So I think there's a bigger yeah. attachment there to that. Whereas like my adult life, I'm like, they're like, they put the Frozen ride in at Epcot. I'm like, I don't fucking care. And now I'm like, Natalie, they put a Frozen ride in Epcot. We'll probably have to try and go to that because you'll like yeah. that. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like My thought was that maybe it was because they were animated. And there's a little bit more forgiveness with animation. Um, I mean, honestly, that's actually not a bad point. 
I think I could tolerate that because it's not real life people, you know, I, watching Hawkeye, you know, uh, if you guys have seen that, they do a wonderful rendition of I can do this all day. Oh, actually, I got to give him credit. That was like they nailed the musical theater genre so fucking well. That encapsulated everything that I hate about musicals and it was done to the perfect parody of here you are taking these amazing figures these amazing superpowers and you are dumbing the hulk down to a guy in green makeup with a green hoodie and you're just iron man is a guy on strings you guys are singing about how they're going to defend new york from all these people and it's and it's and they also throw in things like Thor and Captain America. They're easy on the eyes. It was the perfect summation of everything I hate about musicals because you watch the Battle of New York and it's brutal. People are dying. Buildings are yeah. being destroyed. And they somehow distill it into this travesty that is a bunch of people doing great singing, great choreographed dancing. Also inaccuracies. Hawkeye calls it out. He's like, that guy wasn't there pointing at Ant-Man. Like just all these things just distill it down into this stupidity of we're under attack, but we're going to fight them all day because I'm Captain America avenging everyone. It's just like, it's, 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 a, it's unbearable to me. It's unbearable <laughs> to me. Terrible. Just terrible. Well, there you go. Terrible. That, that answers it for me. Just terrible. Um... Real quick, because I do want to talk about this. We got a little bit of time before yes. we head into other stuff. Um, we did also uh, review an article, um, which uh, is full of spoilers that I took on the chin, so Justin didn't have to. It's from Screen Rush, and it goes: uh, trailers uh, used to spoil their movies, not anymore. Which I found fascinating because we've talked at length about how trailers. These days, I personally feel like trailers spoil the shit out of stuff, especially if it's a Sony movie. They're mm-hmm. like, we don't give a shit. Please come see this movie. We know it might not be good. Right. And they just just, just really throw it all out there. However, this article calls out examples, two examples from previous years, one being The Impossible, which was the movie starring Ewan McGregor and Naomi Watts and a young Tom Holland. As actually it was his first debut, which was great, um, about the uh, tsunami in Southeast Asia and how these, which is funny, you watch the trailer like, oh man, how are these white people going to make it out of this country? It's all about these white people, which is hilarious. Right. But uh, this movie came out in 2004, no, 2012. Um, and the trailer, you literally see everything that happens. You see the people that are on vacation. The giant wave hits. The family gets separated. We're trying to find each other. And there in the trailer, you see them reunited. Like, it's like, they did it. Right. They get back together. <laughs> They're good. Um, and then the other one they gave, which was even worse, was Castaway. Uh, the Tom Hanks movie from two, the year 2000, which was directed by Robert Zemeckis, which literally takes you through the beats of the movie and it it even shows the last frame of the film it talks about what he does when he comes back like when he when he gets back home um it is unbelievably spoilery 
And yeah. it was interesting because Robert Zemeckis was quoted saying that people really want to know exactly everything that they're going to see before they go to see the movie. He compared the spoiling of movies and trailers to eating at McDonald's. The reason McDonald's is a tremendous success is that you don't have any surprises. You know exactly what it's going to taste like. Everybody knows the menu. And I thought that was fascinating because I don't want that. But to someone who's going to watch a movie about a tsunami and a family, maybe they want to know that the kids don't die. You know? That's fair. Yeah. Maybe they don't it, want to be bummed out. Zumagis, he's got a, it, it's a very, um, he's definitely got a very strong opinion. Like he, he has formed his opinion, uh, agree with him or not. He's, he's, he, he holds that very firmly. Uh, yeah. I, I say for me, I, even if it's, you know, even if the movie ends up being terribly sad and the family doesn't make it at the end. I don't want to know the ending. I go to personally, I go to a movie. It's when I'm reading a book, when I get to the very last page, I cover with my bookmark. I cover the last paragraph and I will read it line by line because I, I do don't the same thing. Myself and not jump to I the go, last. Boop, 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 yeah. Yep, and, and, and ruin it for myself. I'm like, I made it this far. I'm not just going to just read the last line and ruin it. So just so my eyes don't even have the, like the getting, magnetically pulled to that last line, I will cover it up. So same goes for movies. I, I want to be surprised how the story plays out. Now, an argument could be made, I think, it, to to what Zemeckis was saying. <clears throat> you know the beginning, middle, and end, but you don't know how they, they get there. So that's the storytelling. That's the movie. That's what you're going to see. So it doesn't matter if you know how it ends because it's the journey to get to the end that is the interesting part. I'll accept that. I'll hear that. I just personally, I disagree. Like for Same. me, I want to be surprised. I want both. I want that journey, but I also want to, even if it's a predictable ending, I want to arrive there when the movie gets there. I don't want to be completely agree. Like yeah. I could guess that Tom Hanks is going to survive in Castaway. Sure. I mean, I guess that he probably would. You know, I was worried how he's going to handle his his tooth. What are you gonna do? He's got this bad tooth. How's he gonna make it out? He's gotta pop it out, you know. And it's like, sure, I could probably arrive there on my own. I don't. I don't need to see that. And I never saw the trailer for that movie. Um, sure. So, but it's interesting because then they also reference trailers for newer movies, The Matrix Resurrections being one of them. Also, where it says, um, uh, "Where we see here? Oh no! Oh no!" Uh, you know, its trailers give zero indication of how Neo and Trinity, who both died at the end of the Matrix revolutions, are alive again and back inside the Matrix, or why Morpheus is suddenly decades younger than he should be and looks like uh, Yaha Abdul Mateen. I feel bad trying to pronounce people's names like that. I'm like, I'm going to fuck it up. But if you can accurately describe the plot of the Matrix resurrections from this trailer, you might be a sentient artificial intelligence from a dystopian future. Like it's, And that's fair, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's it's same thing like Fantastic Beasts and the Secret of Dumbledore. Don't does not indicate the secrets of Dumbledore or why Grindelwald now looks like Mads Mikkelsen, or the first trailer for Jurassic World Dominion isn't even a trailer. It's a brief prologue featuring a bunch of dinosaurs millions of years ago. None of the movies returning stars from Jurassic Park like Sam Neill or Laura Dern appear. So they're doing what they should be doing, which is getting your interest, right? And I think Wolf said this in our meeting last night, which is he prefers one teaser and one main trailer. Yep. 
And I am on board for that. Give me a teaser. Give me a main trailer. Shut it down after that. If a movie has three trailers, it's like, eat shit. Like, you guys are worried. Like, calm down. <laughs> right. Because well, I'm because like, who are you trying to sell this to? You don't just have three trailers, though, because you've got all the different TV spots that yeah. add up to be their own little trailers. You've got your 15-second, 30-second, 60-second TV spots, and all of those are cut very similar but have slightly different footage here and there, or it's the same footage cut differently. It's how many t- how many different ways – and I understand there is – there is a marketing component to it where you you've got to run those spots because you that's the way that people for people like us. And we've talked about this before for people like us. We we knew that <laughs> we knew that Endgame or that uh, Infinity War was not the end. We knew that that was going to be split into two movies. Haig did not. So when the movie when Infinity War ended, Haig was like sitting in the theater and he goes, the fuck was that? Are you shitting me? Like he was so furious at that movie because he didn't realize they were going to do another one where they resolved everything. But if you if you consume a bunch of content like we do, you know stuff like that. The general public needs those those movie trailers. They need the TV spots. They just there's so much coming at you from a marketing perspective. It makes sense. Yeah. I think I think that's the the I think that's the main reason they do it. I do think some the fact that Spider-Man had so many was absurd because people were going to go see it. That's a movie that didn't need that many. Well, it's like, Hard you know, stop. I saw the teaser for the upcoming Batman film and the trailer. I'm good. And just recently there's a new one that came out. I'm like, I don't need to see another one. Like I'm good. I'm I will see this film. Yeah. I'm going to see it. I don't yeah. need any other convincing and I think that's always been been the case. I, I can immediately, I can watch a trailer and be like, I find this interesting. I would like to see it at some point. Right. I can watch a trailer and be like, nah. I could not even watch a trailer and be like, nah. You know, like I'm not going to go right. see that. It's not for me. Um, and I can watch a movie trailer and, and just, just be so excited before I even see it. I'm like, I'm going to go see this movie. Like I Absolutely. will see this <clears throat> film. I can't wait. And I don't need to see extra footage i i know i i applaud jared because he is like i'm not watching trailers ever for anything and i'm right. kind of leaning more towards that way these days where i'm like i don't need to see anymore i'm good yeah. um but i guess kudos um to you know spider-man because i guess you know the trailers didn't give it all away which i thought they absolutely were i haven't seen it but i mean a yeah, lot of people were like more. they did a fantastic job or they, they're able to keep some big reveals secret for this sort of stuff, which I think is really impressive. I'm all right. for give me an idea of what the film's going to be about. Give me an idea of the tone. Give me an idea of like the visuals. That's all I need. I'm good with a teaser, honestly. I think right. nowadays, like, give me a good teaser. I'm set. I don't need anything else. Well, people have also lost track of what a teaser should be. The oh. people who are releasing two and a half minute. Don't get me started. Calling it teasers. Come on. Do I. Not a teaser. Yeah, two two hours, two minutes and forty three seconds is not a fucking teaser. Eat shit. No, you know that's a long trailer, is what it is. Unless it's like the first minute is just like like the Matrix Resurrections, where it just shows you old clips from previous films, you sure. know, to get yeah. you like all jazzed up. I'm like, oh my god, get out of here. <laughs> well, we we even talked about on the podcast before. We've talked about how something like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. D- it, it kind of rode the line because there's arguments that we made the argument that we should never have seen the Hulk in Thor Ragnarok in the trailer rather. What a reveal in, like, that would have been. 
right? Like if you were sitting in the theater, if you were one of the first people, because obviously that would have gotten spoiled right away with, you know, uh, people walking to the theaters, the uh, online forums and everything. But if you were sitting in the theater and you just saw that scene come up and you're like, who's going to come through the wait a second, get the, f- no way. Like the, th- the roof would have come down and they showed you in the trailer. And you're like, okay, well that was a giant reveal that we didn't, that now we don't get to experience in real time. But you did make a good point too, where I think the casual viewer, that might be the thing that gets them to go, wait a second, I need to go see this. Or, you know, that franchise and the MCU historically didn't do great right it was one of the lower performing ones so i think they're like we got to get people's asses in the seats for this one and they sure did i would have loved would have loved to have gone to the theater because you easily could have cut a trailer that told the story without showing hulk i would have fucking loved to be like wait what he's talking about his champion i wonder who that is and it's like he shows you like it's fucking hot he just busts out of there and you're like no yeah, way you see the green yeah. puffs as people are chanting and you're like wait yeah. people would have lost their minds the same way when Hulk grabbed loki and avengers and smashed him all right. over they would have lost their shit it would have been amazing or if you wanted to tease it you mm-hmm. could have even just shown a couple puffs of green smoke but never fully committed to what because it could that could have been loki yeah could have been like you don't like there's so much there's enough there's enough ambiguity to that where you could yeah. you could have played that and made it, uh, you know, it would have, dude, it would have gotten the rumor mill started. That's what, shit. It's all Spider-Man promotions have been is just rumor mill. Yeah, which is dangerous in its own right. Is people is. just go yeah. frame by frame. I hate seeing those fucking oh, videos on YouTube where it's like. The, in, the Easter eggs you missed in the trailer. It's a 15 minute video and it, they zoom right. in on one thing with a circle. I'm like, fuck it's you. 20, 27 or 58 Easter eggs you've. And it's like, this is way too many things. Yeah. yeah. And they're making super loose connections. Like, yeah. It's, it's terrible. This thing has a car in it. This character drives a car. I will say, I did watch one of those movies or one of those videos that said I watched like Mar. I don't know, say Endgame or Infinity War at half speed. And here's the things that I noticed. And this guy actually had really cool attention to detail that he called out. Like, for example, when Thanos does certain things with his gauntlet, certain gems will light up, which makes sense with what he's doing. Like when uh, Doctor Strange has all of his mirror images do his stuff on him, he closes his hand. He does the soul gem and the reality gem because the soul gem finds where he is because it uses yep. his soul. He, he, like he breaks down what he's using to identify, to use his abilities. I'm like, that's cool. Like I appreciated cool. those kinds of things, which I'm like, Oh, that's neat. Um, Can you imagine sitting there and watching that movie at half speed though? I mean, Hey, if you're like, Hey, I want to see what I see, you know, yeah. and, and, and whatnot, it's a, that's a long ass movie, but you know, I, I appreciate something like that. But when people are just yeah. trying to just cash in on the views and the, well, and a lot of those trailers are just that. It's it's just fodder for. And I love the Nerdist, but like the, the channels like Nerdist or yeah. Collider, and again, all things we like. But it's those. It's just more fodder for for those types of things where. Yeah. You know, it's uh they they produce enough really good content. They don't need to do these trailer breakdowns. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To some extent, if it's like, hey, um, you saw this this character introduced. Do you not know who they are? We'll break it down for you. Love those. Yeah. Right. Like with, with Hawkeye, fair, yeah. you know, and, and Echo. Who I was like, yeah. I don't know who this character is. Sure. I was yeah. like, cool. Tell me more. I'd love to know more about who this is. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf says, hey, I need content. Bring on the 0.5 speed. <laughs> <laughs> 
watch it longer. Because honestly, I know the big thing on YouTube is like make longer videos so people will have more watch time. It takes a lot for me to to watch a fifteen minute video. Like, oh yeah, I, I anything sub ten, I'll give. I'm more likely to do it. But you go over ten, I'm like, I don't know, man. That's that's a big. Yeah. That's a time commitment. I've been seeing a bunch of them that are like 20, 25 minutes. And I'm like, you're just making TV episodes now. Like this yeah. is a, this is sitting down and watching. Unless it's episode. a cooking video for something that I'm interested in. Then I'm like, uh -huh. I'm all in. Show all me right. how you're going to make a chocolate peanut butter whipped cream pie on the smoker. I'm in. You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. Practical. Practical, 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 Doug. Oh, shit. It's time for another Ask Practical Doug. Y'all been busy on the Ask Practical Doug. And we also yeah, had no a week shit. off, so we've got a lot to cover. Uh, I think because of time right now, I think I'm just going to pull this one here. That's I, I've been waiting for for this one to come up, and I, I, I like this one. Also because it's from PP Man, uh, which... Uh, uh, is a uh, a fan favorite in the Discord. So PP Man says, uh, uh, "Practical Doug, is cereal a soup?" Yes. This has been Practical Doug. I'll give you a quick a quick reason why. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so it's it's actually I have to say, <laughs> no, it says best segment. That's a short. It's not a full video. That was a short. Um, actually, Noah posted a really great video explaining this. Um, uh, I'm sorry for that. I got to respond to Wolf. Wolf said he, I should try and get Babish on as a guest. And I was like, good fucking luck. He's like, you doubt my prowess? Challenge accepted. The guy was on hot ones. Okay. He was on hot ones. If you while get you're him, at it, we'll try to get try to get Harris Heller while you're at yeah, it. Yeah, right. It's really make Doug's mind melt. <laughs> I won't say no. I'm not going to shoot you down. But good luck to you, sir. Good I tried for Harris Heller and I failed. Uh, you succeed where I have failed, Wolf. <laughs> anyway, uh, there was a great th breakdown. Like, is it is it uh, is it a soup? And the answer is yes, because some people are like, well, it's cold. There are cold soups. Well, it's liquid. There's a lot of liquid soups. Um, you know, it, it basically fits all of those. It's like, oh, it's sweet. It's savory. There's sweet and savory soups. It right. fits all the categories. It's kind of like it falls under the what is a sport. It falls or into what is, what is a sandwich, you know. Right. It basically checks all the boxes to where your brain initially is probably like, nah, man, this isn't a soup. But as you start breaking it down, you're like, yeah. Right. You eat it with a spoon in a bowl. It's got stuff in it. Well, it's a soup. Me, let me reverse it. Is is soup a cereal? No. Is is soup cereal? No. Why? Um, because that's just not how this works, Justin. You just can't flip <laughs> okay, it. Around. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's soup cereal. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna pause. My initial thing was like, no, but it's like, what is cereal? Right? right. Are we talking about the specific ingredient of cereal? Because cereal can be its own thing, right? Right. Cereal, cereal can be dry. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's it's something that Natalie snacks on relentlessly. So I would say that soup in that regard is not a cereal because the cereal itself is the content. Oh wait, but this could easily 
backtrack. Exactly. I was gonna right? say, if it's if you've got cereal, because when you go and buy cereal off the shelf, you're buying it in a box dry. That's not soup. Here's what I'll say. Once you add it to milk and make the meal. Yes. That's where cereal in milk is what makes it a soup. Cereal by itself is not a soup. Boom. Guys. Yes. <laughs> and what the fuck is stew? <laughs> Stew involves a little bit of flour. I can tell you that much. I just recently made stew. So there you go. Uh, it, in addition to uh, submitting your questions for Ask Practical Doug, which you can do on any of our social medias, in our Discord, um, if you join the chat live, any way that you can uh, get us a note, you can ask Practical Doug. Uh, try to hashtag at Practical Doug so we see it. I will say that another thing you can submit, because I see uh, Noah Reno says, uh, get Tom Holland. He was also on Hot Ones. So if you want Wolf <laughs> to try to get a guest, feel free to drop that anywhere you want. Uh, let's see how big we can go. Uh, let's let's see how far the uh, let's see how far the power. Let's cast that go. net. See what yes, kind of fish we get back. Real fucking wide. Um, all right, let's get into it. Welcome to the throwdown. Um, Justin, we might have to go yeah. old school on this one. Oh boy. Uh, someone was sleeping on the job here. The, the council didn't council the fuck. Uh -oh. oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, also, I'll say this. I did not like scrolling through our topic list and seeing <laughs> the picture of <laughs> seeing the picture of one of the future ass practical dugs. I still do I very, very much dislike it. You can it. thank Slotty for that one. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like that it's on there, that I have to see it every time now. And then as we copy this week to week, it will only it will only continue to be on there. Wolf goes, give me a second. Currently messaging Babbage. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I can only message one person at a time over here. All right, Noah says uh, this week is it's uh, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, hold on, sorry. It right, is cool. Winnie the Pooh versus Paddington Bear, which I know very little about. I just uh, is there a, what is what's their what's their class? Is it are they nine C? I need uh, to know that in order to make a decision here. Uh, Wiki, yeah. Where do you guys usually go for this? I forget. Like fandom, Pooh fandom. Wait, don't type that in. <laughs> don't type that in. Oh God! There's Disney fandom. Is that the one? I think it is. They're both 10A. God damn it! Oh man! You know, I don't know man. What to do with that. Well, all I know is about Winnie the Pooh is uh, I feel like again I don't we know don't, much about Paddington. Thing. We don't need to go into the the wiki fandom sites, Doug. This is we'll do this old school. Old school. Yeah. They're both They're stuffed both. animals. Winnie the Pooh is not a stuffed animal. That's false, Noah. He's a real bear. Yeah. No, but doesn't he only come alive when Christopher Robin dreams him alive? Because he's he sits in Christopher Robin's bedroom. Does he? This is how little I know. This is a little. Oh no, Jericho's. Don't forget, Paddington is basically Superman, an immigrant who brings happiness. Oh no. Oh god. So here's the thing: they both don't wear pants. Okay. They're, they're, they're start starters. Yeah, sir. So they're kind of like Donald Duck in that regard. Right. Uh, um, one has a raincoat. One has a uh, a crop top. One one has a red hat and galoshes. The other has a crop top. Oh boy. 
Paddington um, th- has a death stare? I don't know if that's real. This, Paddington. I don't remember that being in any fandom. stories. Uh, let's see here. Um, Paddington does have a hat. That's very that's true. true. You can use that to smother Winnie the Pooh. That's right. Uh, let's see you here. You ever put Pooh in your hat? He's also very young. Paddington? Yeah. It says his age is eight in the first movie and then 12 in the second movie. So How old is Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh is timeless. <laughs> He's an endless. <laughs> He's an endless. <laughs> He's just endlessly. A dream, desire, death, Pooh. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I. I. I yeah. That's. Here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing. Let, let's let, let's learn a little bit more about Paddington because I need to know, like, what is what is possible here? Because <laughs> sorry, I asked Noah because Noah said he has a death stare. I'm like, is that true? And he goes, Paddington. Uh, he's got prolonged eye contact. It's more of an uncomfortable stare as he doesn't understand social norms. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so based on what I'm seeing, like things from the movie of Paddington, he seems like more of a real bear than Winnie does. Okay. Like Winnie the Pooh seems like a, one of your friends who's high all the time, who's constantly like getting lost (laughs) in places. Right. And is just honestly, it's just all he wants to do is just eat, eat sweet stuff, man. That's all he wants, man. Right. And Give me the honey piglet. Give me the fucking honey. Yeah, right. But it's, it's less like that. He's like, honey. he's like, you come up. It's like, hey, man. Hey, Winnie, come on. Let's get up, dude. Uh, we're going to go to the zoo today. He's like, oh, honey. I really just want to get some some honey, man. I don't really feel like. Uh, oh, feel like oh, come on. Come on. We don't have to. No, I. Honey would be great. Honey. Honey would be great if we could get honey. It's like that's all he fucking cares about, you know. He grabs an empty honey pot, smashes it on, and like threatens his. He puts it to the guy's. But neck. he does it calmly. He does it in a calm way where he's just like, "There it is. He's got the honey." Does he control bees? Because I feel like that's an advantage. No, <laughs> Doug's wearing a red shirt. He could be Winnie the Pooh under there. <laughs> he's Iron like, Man. It's actually Iron Man. But hey, it's Almighty Crick. What's up, my friend? Good to see you. You beautiful man. You beautiful man. Uh, Pooh has actively gone hunting. I mean, I guess. I mean, for honey, he gets his head he, stuck in places. He gets stuck yeah, all the time. Like, the thing is, he also battles the bees. Like he, because if he he goes, he goes up to the beehives all the time, and he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. Yeah, care about I, I mean that's the He's thing is like he seems extremely selfish and just like unaware of his surroundings. He's he. he I'll give I'll give him this. He's single-minded and focused on one thing at a time but if push came to shove i don't really see him defending himself really that in in a very fierce way i see him running away or i see him being so oblivious that he his you could ambush him at a hundred percent success rate you would have to roll such a low stealth roll to not sneak up on this guy without a doubt without a doubt man and you think Paddington just got his wits about him at all times? Paddington, while even though a child, a child knows enough to sneak up on somebody to be quiet. Paddington seems like just the way he's dressed, he seems like a man about town. You know he no he doesn't. He looks like a guy who's prepared to make sure he doesn't get blood on his body for the police to find out who did it. So you're saying he's dressed like uh um from American Psycho. He's dressed for success. Character. He's dressed for right. success. He puts on Huey Lewis in the news, puts that rain rain poncho on, and he carries an axe around. Mm-hmm. 
and says, "Hey, Pooh." Yeah, he, he he's he's. They're both wandering through the forest, right? And Pooh's like on the hunt for honey. He sees honey, goes after it. Paddington sees him. Paddington's like, "Oh my God, it's another bear." I've heard stories about other bears and how they eat their young because they're fucking monsters. I've got to kill this guy or be killed. And he just reaches up behind him and with his claws, just... Mm-mm, no yeah. claws. Neither has claws. Oh, okay. not from what I'm seeing on this website. This what guy's website got fucking claws. Uh, Paddingtonbear.com.fandom.com. Oh, God, I got to go to this thing now. Yeah. Based on the movie thing of him, he looks like he's ready to, to slit some throats, you know? I think Jervis is... Bear dot, what is it again? Jervis goes, Pooh can't even beat himself. His arms won't reach. <laughs> <laughs> Paddingtonbear.fandom.com. All right, I'm there. Slash wiki slash Paddington underscore Brown. Now look at the look at the old school drawing of Paddington. Sure, we've got the movie drawing, but that old school drawing is yeah. just that uh, he's it's adorable. He, he's very he's puffy. Slotty goes, in my defense, the source material here was razor thin, and from what I'm seeing here, you guys did all right. <laughs> okay, Wolf says, I put out the well, fact that... he does that, carry a briefcase. I don't right? know what's in the... Or the suitcase. I don't know what's in there. It's... You open so it up, that, and it glows. It glows. It's what Marcellus Wallace wants. It's Pooh's skull. <laughs> it's Pooh's skull. Pooh's just got a band-aid on the back of his head. Wolf says, I put the fact that Pooh is a godfather and he runs a hundred acre. Nah, dude, if he's the godfather of hundred acre woods, some other mafia is going to come in and roll them over because those guys are the worst run mafia of all time. Dude, you don't know. Maybe, maybe people have tried and he has murdered every one of them. Every one of who? Mob, maybe other mob bosses have come in. If that's maybe the case, he's, he's, that he's Al Pacino at the end of Scarface where he's getting high in his own supply and he doesn't see the ambush coming. That's what's happening. He is done. Pooh will not survive this without Damn, a chance. But that crop top is so on point. Look at that thing. That's gorgeous. Pooh never travels alone. He's stuck in honey trees all the time. He's stuck everywhere. He's lost. He's always alone. That's all he does is get lost and get into trouble. I'll say this. I'll say this. Pooh is more out of shape than Paddington is. Yeah. Who do you, what Who's do you think fertilizes rabbit's farm? <laughs> <laughs> bear shits. <laughs> nice, sweet, honey-filled bear shits is what it does. Personality. Here we go. I don't care about tiger, tiger and rabbit, guys. I don't care about that shit. We're talking about Pooh here. <laughs> There's a clip. We're talking about Pooh here. Guys, I don't care about tigers. We're talking about Pooh here. <laughs> so here it is. Because of his limited intelligence, however, Pooh is extremely naive. Yes. Absent-minded and simple, he tends to process things at a slower pace than his friends to the point of seeming disoriented. Pooh's sluggish nature also makes, makes him somewhat passive in most situations. Yeah. He uh, keeps a supply of pots of honey at his home. Uh, when he runs out, he travels to Rabbit's house to borrow some. He's a mooch. Honey. He's he's the worst. He's the absolute worst. And, and and yeah, it's like with Paddington, he does he tries to help. He sometimes makes mistakes that get him into trouble. He's very fond of marmalade. Noah called that out, and he often keeps a sandwich containing it under his hat for emergencies. So he's prepared. That's gross for things. Um when he's That's displeased different. with someone, he gives them a hard stare. 
So this shows me he has more skills for aggression and violence than Pooh does. And Pooh, therefore, will lose this. I think Paddington will kill him out of necessity. He will feel bad about it. About it. He will bury him. He will say the Lord's Prayer, and it will haunt him the rest of his life. But he will kill Pooh in this situation. Oh, man. There's a Paddington, There's a wiki fur for Paddington. Ugh, I feel like I'm, no. I'm venturing into a side of the no, internet. I don't want to. Don't do that. <sighs> I don't want to give it to you, but I do think that we just don't know what Paddington's capable of. He, hmm, yeah. Yeah, man. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Sly says he will waffle stomp poo. <laughs> you know what? On that note right there, that might be the most convincing thing I've heard. We're going to go, Paddington, bear for the win! Paddington waffle stomps poo. Come back next week for Paddington versus Ted. Ted wins. The end. <laughs> Oh, well, that was interesting. God. That was very interesting. Oh, man. Good stuff right there. Oh, all right. Uh, let's talk about recommendations. Uh, Justin, what do you got this week? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to recommend. Uh, I'm going to spread these out because I watched so many things over the but Spread them so we can the, get them. Spread them so we can get them. Poo. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to recommend Encanto uh, on Disney+. Plus. That movie, I, I love it. I know there, earlier there was a bunch of discussion about, uh, you know, whether Hamilton was good and Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, whether or not he can tell a story or write music or sing or whatever. I am a fan of musical theater. I, I like it a lot. And I like the style that the songs are written in. This ticked all the boxes for me. Um, I was real excited for it to come out, but I don't know why. And it just, there was some sort of visual draw. And now that I've seen it, it is, uh, I would say it's probably up there in one of, as one of my favorite Disney movies currently. Uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, the songs are insanely catchy. I think Lin-Manuel Miranda is a goddamn genius, and I highly, highly recommend this movie. Very cool. What do you got? I'm going to recommend uh, somewhat of an indie game on Steam. I got it on sale during the holiday uh, sale, and I fucking fell in love with it. And if you've followed the last three video game streams, you've seen me play it. It's called Wildermyth. I love it. He's been loving this, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It's a chill game. It's got some role-playing elements in it, and it's got tactical combat similar to XCOM or like Final Fantasy Tactics or things like that, and it's just so much fun to play, and it's got a great multiplayer aspect where you can play with up to five people, each people controlling different characters during the combat and making decisions. I played this with Slotty. I played it with Wolf. Really, really enjoyed it. Your characters, like... There's different chapters in the mission, and your characters get older. And depending on what happens, your characters may retire, or they may die, depending on how it goes. And different outcomes. It's kind of randomized, but it's really, really fun. It's really engaging. I I think I only I think it was only like sixteen bucks. It was a it's a heck of a Steel. game. Yeah, I really, really enjoy it, and uh, it's a fun game. I highly recommend it. I think it's still on sale right now. You should definitely check it out. It's got a great art style to it. It's fun. It's engaging. It's it's great. It's not super complicated. And um, I don't think people really enjoyed me playing it on the stream. But guess what? Sometimes I do it for me. So oh, that's yeah. right. It's very cool. It's a very fun game. Highly recommend it. Go check it out. And with that being said, uh, thanks so much for tuning in this week. Uh, if you like what we do here and you're on uh, in general, please just check out our YouTube channel. We're really going hard in the paint. 
on YouTube. Like, uh, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications so you know when we go live and when you know we post content. That might get annoying if we post something every day, but it would mean the world to us if you like what we do. If you like what you listen to, um, please do us a solid and, and, and support us any way that you can. Uh, if you're feeling extra giving, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Uh, check out our Discord, join our community. Check us out on all our social medias at mindgappodcast. And uh, don't forget to check out our video game live stream this Saturday. Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy adventure board game. Dungeon Karens are back for Adventure 11. Should be fun. And also check out Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the all-man realm, besides YouTube, you can check us out on any platform that you can get a podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, all those good things. Uh, we're going to ask you to, to review us, uh, subscribe to us, share us around. The big one is the sharing. If you, uh, on YouTube, on any of the podcast apps, just grab the link and send it out to people and just say, hey, I think you guys should listen to these guys because uh, they're they're a little nuts and uh, I like listening to them. A recommendation from you goes a long way for us. So uh, if you if you can't do the Patreon thing and if you can't make it each week, the one thing you can do that's really, really helpful is just sharing us around with people that you know. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap and then just keep an eye on all of 2east8th stuff. I think early February we're going to have a premiere for the life and debt of a liberal arts major, so that's finally coming out. Fuck yeah! And uh, we are uh, we're rolling along with uh, pre-production for uh, uh, Love and Improv, which is going to be our feature film. That we're fingers crossed everything goes well. We're going to be filming it uh, starting filming this year. I got real gassy at the end there. Did I'm you just, run uh, before the podcast? I ran during the podcast. There you go. Yeah. 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 So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> by the way real quick hearing that voice i want to let you know when we play animal crossing there's a character make named mr nook he's kind of in charge of the island i always kind of read him in a todd hammer voice to natalie <laughs> hello and welcome to uh the island which natalie named fancy like welcome to fancy uh today it's uh 9 41 p.m and uh just want to let you know that uh yeah i just i kind of that's kind of the, the, the approach i take to it it's fun i love it yeah it's very good so with that being said, uh, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.